It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, we welcome you to another edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. That's right, it is official. That's what the podcast will be named moving forward until... Washington and the Washington football team changes their name again. As you know, they made that official last week. That is what they have chosen to be called, not what we are calling them. We are honoring, obviously, their request. Um, They don't want to drop the old name, but they have pretty much no choice because everyone went against them. Uh, so the bottom line is this, we're calling them and we're therefore calling the podcast what they want to be called. So from here on out, it is no longer the Locked On R Word podcast. I guess we could say it, the Locked On Redskins podcast. Unfortunately, time has changed. That name is no longer viewed the same as it once was. And the team, again, under no choice virtually, uh, wants to be called the Locked on Washington football team pod or the Washington football team. So therefore, we will honor that and we will call them the Washington football team and we will call the podcast the Locked on Washington football team podcast uh, and as well everything we do with all of our branding, our logos, our imaging, our um, just everything, our labeling uh, here on the Locked on Podcast Network is now the Locked on Washington football team podcast uh, in case you haven't seen that or noticed that. So that's the big news that we've been kind of twisting in the wind on and teasing. We just wanted to make sure everything was set up and official and all that stuff. As always, we um, hope, we want, we desire uh, your company. Download the Locked on Washington football team podcast just the same as you were the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, same show, same pod, same content, uh, different names, different sounds, different voices. We always have different content. Coming up in today's episode, we'll have Ron Rivera, uh, at least a good portion of what he had to say on Tuesday morning uh, with the Washington football team media via Zoom uh, press conference and via the Washington football team's site and my buddy Tom Plyman, Brock at 106.7 The Fan, appreciate him helping us out with the sound. Uh, And um, so we will have that, plus we have all sorts of news to get to. So why don't we start with this. On Tuesday afternoon, the Washington football team announced this, that they're offering full refunds to reserved general admission and club seat members. Now, reserved general admission means season ticket holders. Um, So here's the note or the press release 
explaining what, what happened, and then we'll get to everything else. Quote, the organization sent a letter to season ticket members Tuesday informing them that they had the option to defer their season tickets to 2021 and receive an account credit or a full refund due to the complications surrounding COVID-19. Let me stop there. Obviously, this is the right thing to do. It's what other teams are doing. Uh, There was no reason for Washington to do anything different. Uh, Let's give them credit for doing it, but also realize that they were kind of put in this position. So I don't know if they were just doing this on their own volition again. But nevertheless, kudos to them for doing it. Furthermore, in the press release, quote, the letter to season ticket members Tuesday, and again, this is season ticket holders. This is not individual game ticket holders. I mean, those people have to do things, you know, different from whoever they bought the tickets from. The letter to season ticket members Tuesday also detailed new policies and procedures related to safety, security, and ticketing. All updates were made under guidance from the Centers for Disease Control, the National Football League, and Prince George's County health officials. Fans in attendance will be required to follow specific safety and security measures, which includes mandatory face coverings for all guests on FedEx field property. That's a key phrase right there. We'll revisit that in a sec. They say fans can view updated safety and security measures, at WashingtonFootball.com slash safe, The team will be implementing mobile-only ticketing this year, meaning season ticket members will not be receiving hard copies of their 2020 tickets. There will be several interactive webinars to walk members through how to t- access their tickets electronically. Season ticket members will receive more details about their options for the 2020 season in the coming weeks. If they have any questions, they can reach the membership services team via call or text at 301-276-6050, or you can email tickets at redskins.com, which is still the email address uh, that they're using uh, internally, at least for now. Um, So, you know, that's kind of weird, right? Everything is now scrubbed of redskins, but still their email addresses um, is still at redskins.com. I mean, can't change over everything in a snap of a finger, right? Just too much to do. All right, so let's get into this real quickly before we get into anything else. The thing that jumped out to me was, of course, they're not announcing for sure that fans will be allowed in attendance. They're saying fans in attendance will be required. Now, Again, they're saying they're going to leave this up to, and I did confirm this, to the state of Maryland, Prince George's County, the guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control, and the National Football League. So whether it's 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, 30,000, whatever it might be, that's, that's what it's going to be. And maybe it's a rotating thing throughout the year or an evolving number. Maybe they start off 10,000 and they figure out that, well, really, we could have done 20,000 and it expands by the second home game. Because remember, they open up at home 
against the Eagles on September 13th, but then they go on the road for the next couple of weeks. So they will have a three-week period. I think they host Baltimore week four. Um, so they will have a about a three-week period before between home games from game one to game two in terms of home games at FedEx Field to set up based on the experience of September 13th, because remember, that's that's going to be a lot, you know, it's the first time that people are going to be allowed in the stadium, right? Uh, no preseason games, no opportunity to get it right in the preseason. So that's number one. Number two, mandatory face coverings on all guests on FedEx Field property. So the first thing that I thought of when I read this was, Wait a second, FedEx Field property. They're not saying inside FedEx Field. They're not saying those that are attending the game. They're not saying those with a ticket inside the stadium. They're saying all guests on FedEx Field property, all guests on FedEx Field property must wear face covering. Must. Now, I... Again, just to double check that I was reading that right, I checked with a source inside the organization and they confirmed it is tailgating, it is walking to the stadium, it is, of course, in the stadium, it is walking out of the stadium, it is, again, most importantly here, tailgating. If you thought just by being outside and maybe you're socially distant at your tailgate, no, 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 no. They do not want that, and they're not apparently going to allow that. Now, I don't know how they're going to enforce it other than, you know, maybe they'll have more security officers. Maybe they'll have more parking lot attendants. I'm guessing that's what it'll probably be, rotating around, moving around, smaller crowd. They can obviously get to everybody a little bit easier to make sure that everybody's doing the right thing, right? They don't want, obviously, you know, uh People face unface coverings coming into the stadium and then getting others sick. And then, God forbid, you know, two, three thousand people get sick. And then the Washington football team and Dan Snyder looks terrible. And then they potentially get sued. So I think they're going to probably enforce this, you know, as best they can. Now, I hope nothing ugly happens and something violent doesn't happen. But whenever you mix alcohol, testosterone, and people being told what to do, and this is such a heavy push button issue boy do i do i fear something not good can happen uh if people are not allowed in because they won't cover up uh because they don't have facial cover you know are the red are the is the the team going to provide uh you know um i guess disposable mat we don't know we don't know these are all questions that i have and i will try and get you the answer uh, over the next uh, coming weeks. All right, so that's one big story. The other big story um, for Washington, we told you about Alex Smith and you know probably going on the preseason pup list, but just after we got done recording our last episode uh, on Monday evening, we found out that Alex Smith officially went on pup, so did Reuben Foster, and Kelvin Harmon went on the NFI list, the NFI list, uh, which, you know, basically is just uh, because it, he suffered it away from the facility, uh, meaning Kelvin Harmon. We still don't know exactly uh, how that went down. Also, Washington announced 
two free agent signings. Linebacker Donald Payne and tight end, uh, tight end, tackle Kevin Pamphile. Uh, I honestly, I've heard of Pamphile. I don't know if I've heard of Payne. We will get you some more information on both of those players and what they could potentially offer and bring on the next episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. But coming up next, head coach Ron Rivera, question and answer session with the media on Tuesday morning via Zoom. That's next right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. We're going to change over the Twitter account for the podcast, uh, so we don't want to really mention it. Um, But, you know, we're going to change it to something that we can change it to. Uh, Probably be very similar to the name of the podcast. I just have to see what Twitter is available uh, for us, what Twitter handle, I should say, is available for us. As always, you can check out uh, my written and video coverage, me, my crew, uh, at uh, onsi.com. That's Washington Football on si.com. And the URL uh, that you want to go to is si.com slash NFL slash Washington football. Uh, so si.com slash NFL slash Washington football. As always, you can listen to me on 106.7, the fan of the radio.com app. And please, please get a subscription to the Warpath magazine. Rick Snyder and myself and others write quality Redskins content once a month, sometimes twice a month, depending on the month for a digital and newspaper-style magazine all about the Washington football team called Warpath Magazine for right now. Make sure you go get your edition of War, uh, your subscription, rather, to Warpath Magazine. All right, let's get to it. Ron Rivera meeting with reporters via Zoom and via WashingtonFootball.com, the Washington football team's official website, and my buddy Tom Brock Plyman from 106.7 The Fan helping us out turn around the audio from a video file into an audio file. Uh, So here we go with question number one out of the shoot. My buddy John Keim of ESPN got the party started. Hey, Ron, John Keim with ESPN. Um, can you explain the decision to put Alex Smith and then Ruben Foster on the PUP list uh, yesterday? Well, with both those guys, you know, they, um, you know, they, they didn't pass their, their football physical. Um, the biggest thing for us, most of anything else, is, is we want to get a chance to look at them, watch them on the side, see how they're, how they're doing. You know, that's probably what the, the hardest thing is. You know, you can, you can go out and work out and do all you want going straight ahead and sideways, but, you know, we've got to see the actual football movement. Um, and before we'll clear them. So, again, they just hadn't passed the football portion of their physicals for us. 
All right, and then Matt Paris of the Washington Times asking a follow-up to Alex Smith and Reuben Foster. And this is a good one because we need to kind of establish a timeline of when they are potentially coming back. Just following up on that, you know, you can obviously take a player off PUP anytime. Do you get a sense that they're close to passing the football portion of their physical, or what are you kind of hoping to see? We feel pretty confident in what they've done. You know, we, we, we thought they both had very good off seasons in terms of their rehab programs. They both look extremely well, uh, extremely good right now. But again, you really don't know until you get them out on the field pounding, doing football-specific drills, and, and then we got to see how you know their their injuries react. Uh, again, it's, this is just all part of the, being able to pass a football physical. And then Paris again from the Times followed up by asking about the name being connected potentially to a military tribute uh, because we know at first they were kind of thinking a Native American imagery type name, logo, all that. I think they realize for sure that they can't do that, um, but I'll never say never until they actually do it. But certainly a military tribute um, or recognition or honor is certainly on the table and highly encouraged, especially in this area, and especially with the guy that's going to be helping to make the decision in Ron Rivera. And then obviously wanted to ask you about the big one with the name. Um, I know you've kind of come out and said that this is a process that takes time, but I was curious, I know you're um, a huge military guy, and I was just curious, why is a tribute to the military important to a name of a, a football team? Could you kind of explain it through? Well, your- I, I wouldn't say it's, it's important to, Good how you doing? to have it as, as sure. you know, on it. I just think it, it, it'd be cool for us to be able to, to at some point, honor them, uh, especially because of the fact that we do have a salute oh, to yeah, service yeah, on yeah. And I just think that's important, uh, you know, for me personally, and, and, and you know, I, I just... I think it's something that we, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, that our, our folks that, that serve our country know that we appreciate it. All right, once again, that is head coach Ron Rivera with a couple of reporters, John Kime, ESPN, and as well the Washington Times' Matt Paris. When we finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast, we will get a couple of more Q&A with Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington football team, as he begins training camp in year number one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. That's right, official new name of the podcast. Um, That's what the team wants to be called. That's what we're going to call them. For as long as it lasts. We know it'll last the 2020 season. Either way, good to have you with us. Uh, and I hope you uh, are having a good week. Please continue to spread the word. Download. Uh, and if you know a football fan in your life, especially if they're a Washington football team fan, please, 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 please share our links. Um, mention. Uh, tell them. Uh, tell a friend, help out a friend, and help your boy out, right? 
We want you to listen. We want you to consume the product. All right, we're going to finish up with part one of Ron Rivera, part two today, part one overall uh, of two sessions, uh, because we'll have the rest of it coming up on the next episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. But we continue along with questions and answers from reporters uh, with Ron Rivera again meeting via Zoom and courtesy of the Washington football team's website and my buddy Tom Brock Plyman at 106.7 The Fan for helping us out turn around the audio. All right, Ben Standig of The Athletic, uh, who had a big exclusive with Ron Rivera. I wonder how that happened. Hmm. On Monday, it was a good interview. It's a good interview. You can check it out at The Athletic. Dot com. Uh, and he got Ron Rivera to say that he would not be kneeling for the national anthem this year, which uh, for whatever reason, nobody really kind of batted an eyelash about over here. Uh, but I think is a pretty interesting uh, decision and honorable decision. And it gives everybody the right to put everything in perspective. But anyway, Standig asked him about coaching in a COVID-19 era. Um, Ron, I got a question with regards to, to, to COVID-19. Obviously, it, it's you know part of the big unknown right now going on with, uh, with all the leagues. Uh, I'm sure if I ask you how confident you are in what the league has put forward and what you guys have been able to pull off within the building, I imagine you would say confident about that. Obviously, a lot of people want this to work. You're, the players, the coaches – those of us are doing what we're doing. This is our job and so on, band as well. But there's obviously a bigger picture here in play. And I'm wondering for you, both as a coach and as a person, what's, what do you envision as a sort of a, a line where you think if this, if this happens, things could get wrong, either get the season, get paused, if not even canceled at some point? I really couldn't go into that band and tell you that much. Um, I do know, though, for us to, to, to have a successful uh, showing of it, I, I think it comes down to being disciplined, you know, as a group, as an organization, and as individuals. And you, know, you have to be disciplined to, to understand that you, you can't go out and, and, and not follow the protocols. I mean, you, you have to wear a mask. You have to wash your hands. You have to, you know, properly distance yourself from, from one another. Um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to say what it would take to, to, to shut everything down, but I imagine if you had a mass breakout, you know, you, you're going to have some, some, some big questions. So we'll have to see. But, you know, in the meantime, we've got to make sure we're following all the protocols that have been set forth by the CDC, you know, by the NFL and NFLPA. You know, we've got to be really carefully smart. All right. And then over to football, Bryce Love, not on the physically unable to perform list. How about that? There had been some rumors. I had heard that, you know, maybe he wouldn't be ready, maybe, uh, you know, kind of anticipating a slow phase in. But I guess they feel because the – team will not be practicing on the field for at least another uh you know almost two weeks that they can phase him in without putting him on the preseason pup list so Bryce Love opens up and is ready to go second question that has nothing to do with that one uh Bryce Love was not mentioned on any list yesterday not on the pup list or anything like that so I presume he's ready for camp what can you say about his status and kind of how he fits into a backfield where you now have six running backs where a team, and that's a lot more than teams typically carry uh, on a 53-man roster. Well, the biggest thing is he's going to get an opportunity to compete. Um, you know, he passed his physical. Uh, he'll be out on the on the field once we start practicing. Get a chance to see him move around, see where he is. Um, but uh, he's a guy that's got a good skill set. 
uh, you know, he, he's a threat in, in terms of running the ball and catching the ball out of the backfield. So he's the guy that, you know, we want to watch and see how he fits. Um, you know, and again, to, 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 to tell you exactly where a guy fits right now is a little premature just because of the fact that we haven't had an opportunity to see these guys uh, uh, in action. So we're, we're, we're very excited about watching a young player with his ability. All right, and then J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington asking about the quarterback situation. Hey, Ron, I uh, hope you're doing well. I wanted to talk a bit about the quarterbacks. Kind of two questions here. A few months ago, you said that Kyle Allen, if there's no train, if there's a truncated training camp and no preseason, that Kyle Allen comes to camp with a leg up on Dwayne Haskins. How is that competition looking for you right now? Well, again, I still think it's a competition, mostly because we'll have a, a, a longer period of time than I had anticipated uh, to get ready to roll. So, again, it's going to be pure competition. Um, I like the fact that, you know, we've got a good group of guys that will push one another. And, uh, you know, I, I think the big thing, more than anything else, is it's going to be about, you know, how each guy develops over the period of time. I mean, we've got a little bit more time. Um, the one downfall is we don't have any preseason games. So, again, we're going to have to try and create as many um, game-like situations in our practices as possible so we can get a good evaluation of our quarterbacks. And then what happened? So if, if you're confident that Alex Smith can eventually pass the football portion of his physical, what happens with Alex and the other two young quarterbacks? Because you said you want to play your young guys. Well, we compete. I mean, that's, that's the truth of the matter. You know, um, you know, we got a bit of good news that if he had passed the, uh, the physical, as far as his doctors were concerned, that he could resume uh, action. And now, you know, he's got to pass the football physical for us. But if that happens, again, I, I think this is a guy that becomes part of our, our equation. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's the truth of the matter is that he'll be part of a competition going forward. And we finish up the podcast today with Nikki Javala. I uh, hope I'm saying that right. I believe I am from the Washington Post, new addition to the Post staff on the Washington football team beat. She asked about. Just to follow up on the quarterback competition, you said you're going to try to create as many game-like situations in practice. What sort of challenges does, you know, the um, remote offseason and kind of the, the limited training camp schedule at first present in creating those competitions? Well, I don't think there's a lot of limit to it. I mean, if, if you look at what we've done, you know, as far as the league and the PA coming together and deciding that we were basically going to do a – I'd call it a ramp-up period. Uh, you know, it starts with, with a type of phase one from, from the OTAs into a phase two, into a phase three, into, into padded practices. So I, I'm, not, I'm not as concerned about that. I, I think we've had Zoom meetings that, that went well during the spring. Uh, we're going to pick it up right now, and we've been Zoom meeting with the young guys and the quarterbacks. We'll start including the, the veteran guys that reported today, um, and, and those guys will be in on those meetings as well. So I think it's an opportunity for us to – you know, get, get a chance to see what we have. And, and again, the hard part will, as far as creating game-like situations, is really the speed and tempo. That's the one thing that you really can't, uh, um, you, you can't, you can't simulate just because, it, you know, it's a different feel, a different vibe when you're playing a game as opposed to practice. All right, and that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We will have another session with Ron Rivera coming up on the next episode. And then as soon as we can fold it in, you'll hear from rookie James Smith-Williams, seventh-round pick, the final pick of the 2020 draft class, not just your ordinary seventh-round pick, and his chances to go onto the roster certainly increased because – 
Caleb Brantley has opted out. We forgot to mention that in our news section. Uh, and that happened, of course, right after we got done recording the last episode. Caleb Brantley, rotational, young, promising defensive lineman, opting out, taking the high-risk opt-out, which means he gets basically a contract year told. It means he also... Uh, gets about $350,000. He was due to make about $750,000, but he gets about $350,000, and he does get a year credited towards free agency. But that's a semi-key loss. I, I really... I like I like his skill. I like his athleticism. I think he was going to be really good in this scheme, uh, and I'm kind of disappointed that we're not going to see him. And I hope um, Washington can get him back next year because I really want to see him um, and how aggressive, quite honestly, he fits into this scheme because I think this scheme is going to absolutely suit uh, his skill set. So that's a tough loss uh, for him. All right, that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Uh, Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend. Please, 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 please keep on downloading wherever you download. And don't forget to check on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. That's right. Year-round coverage of the NFL Draft right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.